This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, former quarterback Kurt Warner is more than an NFL network analyst who, well, starting Monday, will be on site at Super Bowl 51 in Houston. And he's more than one of 15 modern-era finalists for the class of 2017, too. Yes, he is a two-time finalist who, in each of his first two years of eligibility, reached the final 10 and who not only is among the favorites for induction into Canton this year, but is our guest right now. Kurt, great to have you back. Oh, it's great to be on, guys. Hey, Kurt, uh, first question. I mean, how astounding is it for you to think that once upon a time you had to fight your way into a huddle, I mean, any huddle, and now we're talking about you as a Hall of Fame finalist? Uh, it is, uh, it, it's so surreal, um, you know, that for so long it was just, I wanted an opportunity. I just wanted a chance, wanted a glimmer of hope that I could show people that I could play at this level. Um, and then after 12 great years with a lot of ups and downs along the way, to be in this category, to be among this list of finalists actually for the, the third time, it, it's just such an honor. It's so humbling. And, and as I said, it's surreal because I was the guy that was never supposed to play in the NFL and now to be considered, you know, as one of the greats, um, you know, and whether I'm elected or not, just to be a finalist three times, you know, puts you just outside uh, that category anyway. So just a tremendous honor. And uh, I'm enjoying the process as I do every year. And um, and we'll just see what's in store in the future. But, um, you know, the great thing is, is that I think just being here helps to define what I want my career to be about and to be able to inspire people regardless of where you start or how you get there. You can still have a great impact, uh, you know, in, in the time that you have and the opportunities you get. Kurt, do you think having been through this yourself, you know, one day you're stocking shelves and and, uh, and and just hoping for a chance, and next thing, you, you know, guys like uh, Clark and I are thinking of uh, deciding about voting uh, you into the Hall of Fame. Do you think there's other guys like you out there that somehow got kind of didn't get their chance at the right time or, or got lost in a shuffle a little bit when there wasn't an opportunity? Do you think that... You know, you're the only guy like this, or do you think that there's other <laughs> other players there that that we haven't seen? I think there's there's plenty of other players, and, and you guys know after watching the game for so long, you know, there's only so much you can tell about a player until they get between those lines in whatever environment. And, you know, specifically we're talking in the NFL, in pro football, you know, Tom Brady, uh, until he gets in those huge moments, you never know – how someone is going to respond. You never know how good a football player someone is until you're in those moments. Yeah, you can look at the measurables and, you know, where they played and success or lack of success and all that stuff. But guys progress at different, you know, different ways. And guys can be able to handle certain things that other guys can. And that, to me, was just the difference for me, was that a lot of guys can throw. A lot of guys can make plays. But can you do it in the moment? Can you do it against the best in the world? Can you slow the game down? And those are things that we never know about anyone until they get that opportunity. And, yeah, I believe there's plenty of guys that have missed that opportunity for for whatever reason or didn't get the right opportunity. I mean, I went to Green Bay's camp out of training camp 
you know, and then Brett Favre was there and Mark Brudel and Ty Detmer, and I never really got a legitimate opportunity um, simply because of the situation that I was in. That may have been, you know, had I not got this second chance, that, that would have been my only chance to show what I was going to do and what I was capable of, and that was in a few short weeks in training camp where I had to try to fight for reps against other great players. Nobody would have ever known uh, had I, you know, not got another opportunity. And so to believe that there's not other guys out there that are trying and looking and hoping for just the perfect opportunity to showcase their skills, I think is crazy. Uh, I was just fortunate that someone took a chance and gave me a second opportunity to do it. Otherwise, I would have been sitting back like I think so many others going, well, what if? You know, what if I would have got a legitimate opportunity? What could I have done? We've had uh, a number of guys on here in your position. We asked them about the Hall of Fame. You know, did, did they ever think about it? Guys like Brett Favre said, nah, you know, it was just the game was reward enough. We've had some other guys that have legitimately said, yeah, I thought about it and, and, and hoped it. What about you? Did it, At some point during your career when you start piling up the numbers and the victories, did it ever sort of cross your mind at all? That, hey, maybe in the end I'll end up um, in this club here. I mean, sure it crosses your mind. I mean, from the time you're very young, I mean, you want to be the best at whatever you do. And, you know, being that I wanted to play football, no question. I mean, it was something that crossed my mind very early. And then as you're going through the process, I mean, I, I understood. I mean, how, how long it took me to get here and, and the road that I took. But I, th- I think for me, it was a bigger picture that if somehow I can have the impact uh, in the short period of time that I get to be able to get inducted into the Hall of Fame, what kind of impact that c- can that have on so many other people? And I think that's how I looked at it. Not so much to define my career, because I- I'm very content and very proud of the things that I accomplished, but more so if if I could find a way to get there and let people recognize that it's not always about the number of opportunities or the number of moments you get to make an impact. It's about what do you do with the few or the many that you do get. And that to me, if I'm able to get in, is really the story for me, is to let people know, man, we're all not going to get the same opportunities. Life is not fair from that standpoint. But what do you do with the ones that you get? And to me, that's what my whole career has been about and why I love the way that that it took the, the path that it did. Because I think so many more people can associate with what it took to get here and what I was able to do in those moments and the ups and downs along the way and to say, you know what? I didn't get the opportunities I wanted. I didn't get as many as I wanted. I didn't have the moments, you know, like Tom Brady, to be able to play with one team for so many years and, and have a chance to, to go to set. I didn't get those opportunities. But the ones I did, I felt like I gave everything I could and did the best I could. And I believe I played as well as guys that have ever played this game. And to me, that's what I want my career to be defined by. And the Hall of Fame would just, I think, help me to be able to share that story with all those people out there that find themselves at some crossroads like I was at so many times in my career and say, you know what? You might not get the same opportunities as all these guys standing around me, but what do you do with the ones that you get? We're speaking with NFL Network analyst and Hall of Fame finalist Kurt Warren on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at Talk of Fame Net. Kurt, as you know, we have another of your teammates up for the Hall, and that's wide receiver Isaac Bruce. What can you tell us about him that Hall of Fame voters should know? I think the biggest thing is that, you know, I've been around some, some great receivers, uh, four guys that I believe 
belong in the Hall of Fame. But when I, when I look at Isaac Bruce, uh, I say best route runner that I ever saw. You know, from a standpoint of how he set the tone in practice, the way he ran routes, the way he set the tone for the entire quote-unquote greatest show on turf team. He was the model of what we were all about. And, you know, when you go back and look at those years, I mean, we had Isaac and Tory and Marshall and Oz and Ricky. You know, so sometimes you look at him and you go, well, he didn't have too many of those breakout years. But he was so consistent, and he was the model of what we did. And the numbers are already great, but I think they would have been greater had he been the focal point of what we did. I mean, he was just that good of a player. You know, and you could see it, and everybody knows it, and that's why he's in consideration. But I think sometimes he doesn't get the consideration he deserves because there were so many other guys that were getting touches and getting the balls. If he was the man on our team, meaning everything went through him, man, he'd probably already be in the Hall of Fame. You know, his numbers would be ridiculous. But because we had so many talented players and so many people knew his skills and were able to, you know, take him away and we were able to have such great success with other guys, he didn't have the gaudy numbers that I think some guys have. But his consistency and the way he went about his job and the way he ran routes, to me, was second to none, better than any of those guys, other guys that I played with that I believe – have skill sets that will get them in the Hall of Fame as well. But but he was a unique character and a guy that uh, that really showed me how to be a pro. And I think he did that to so many. And, and, you know, just one of the reasons why he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Kurt, thanks so much for the time. And you know what? We're going to see you in Houston. So we'll look for you there. Sounds great. Look forward to it, guys. Thanks, thanks. Kurt. That was Hall of Fame nominee Kurt Warner. Up next by one of his receivers. Yep, the aforementioned Isaac Bruce belongs in the Hall, too. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.